welcome everybody to another. Oh my goodness. <laughs> my little cat is playing. No, 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 no. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. It's so wonderful to have you here today. Uh, we're, we have an exciting program for you today. We're, we're having part two of of this uh, segment, which is No Sex, No Women, No More, Part 2. You originally heard uh, this program, uh, Part 1, aired on June 22nd of this year. If you happen to have missed that one or any of or all of my shows, you can easily find them on, on the SoundCloud app. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate, and it will take you right there to listen to any and all of my archived shows. Um, also, if for the live show, if you had missed any part of it, usually about two hours after the show, um, it's available on SoundCloud as well as the TuneIn app. So um, be sure to check those out. So the reason why I'm doing part two of this show is because I just keep seeing article after article after article that that millennials just are not having sex. They could care less. Um, it's not of interest to them for the male population. They would much rather just watch porn and play video games all day long. For the female population, it's just as bad. I mean, their attention is so distracted. Why bother with guys? So this whole business about, oh, you know, women like sex just as much as, as men do, I doubt it. Not, that's, not, that's not what the trend is. That's not, that's not seeming, seemingly what is happening right now. So the women are getting involved in Snapchat. Over 10 billion Snapchats a day. I mean, with those kind of numbers, how do you compete with that if you're a guy? Um, with, with, they're also involved with selfies. Uh, on average, for every picture that's posted, uh, a woman, a young woman, will take 17 tries to get the best shot. And uh, the whole goal of doing a selfie is to get 100 likes. If you don't get 100 likes, then I guess you got to start over with a new picture, new setting, new makeup, new air, whatever it takes, new outfit, whatever it takes. So it's the selfies. And, of course, with the new launch of Pokemon Go, um, all the women are playing Pokemon Go. What do they need you for? I mean, you've got your video games. They've got their Pokemon Go. And that's just how it's going on. Um, also, the women are involved with the new Kim K app. Um, this is an app that invites players to be their own reality star. Stars. Now, what young woman would not want that? I mean, with all the millions they rake in with the television show, this is a spinoff on that idea that uh, I think part of the draw of why women watch that show is because, you know, they too want to be so famous and so rich without having to really have done much of anything. I mean, it's not like they're acting or singing or or uh, doing something, so why not? So um, anyway, that Kim K app earned a successful one $100 million uh, since its launch only just two years ago, $100 million. So um, 
And if that's not good enough, uh, oh, oh, by the way, that, that particular app has been downloaded 4.2 million times. <laughs> You're so funny, little Ralphie. Come on. Um, that app has been uh, downloaded 4.2 million times. And if that's not enough, Kim has a new app for you to play with. It's called Kimoji. It's a play on words after the word emoji. Um, you can download that app for $1.99, and it's Kim's favorite emojis, like, uh, you know, her, her wedding ring or the picture that broke the Internet, you know, all these kinds of fun things. So, you know, what do these women need you for? They're plenty busy, plenty involved. They really don't want to be having sex either. So, um, you know, while all you guys are on your phones, you know, that's what's going on today. All right. So before we dive in further to our show, in case you might have missed last week's show, um, if you were thinking about getting married or not really planning to have children as yet, or maybe you have a big dream that you wanted to finish, um, I had on my guest and author, Victor Timber, and we talked about his new book, Matrimony Can Wait. Matrimony Can Wait. And you can find his book on my Facebook website, uh, on my uh, Facebook fan page. Um, just click on the fan page and his links uh, are, are right there uh, from, from last week. So if you ha- haven't done so already, I invite you to go to my Facebook fan page, it's easy as pie. Same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. And in the uh, upper part of the page, hit the like page button and then hit it a second time to allow notifications. And once a week, you'll be able to get who the guest is, what the topic is, and any and all links that I refer to on the show. After the show, I usually post them right on that Facebook fan page. So make sure that you do that. Um, Also, show the love. uh, Show that you love this show. Uh, You can listen in, call in, uh, like my fan page, follow us, follow us on SoundCloud, tune in, um, com- make comments on the Facebook page or on any of the <clears throat> streaming uh, pages, share, tell a friend, and of course, buy my book, uh, Mastering Women, and you can find that in uh, ebook as well as a paperback version on Amazon, that's Mastering Women um, on Amazon for your viewing pleasure. All right. Okay, so let's get back into our topic. Um, We are talking about no sex, no women, no more. So why are millennials today just going out of their way to avoid women? I don't think, well, part of it might be that they're going out of their way to avoid women, but I think part of it is um, the explosion of smart, uh, the smartphone and all the apps that go along with it. I mean, you're just too darn busy. I mean, you're darn busy doing other things, so you don't really care. A um, couple of the comments from some of my uh, some of my listeners on this topic. John from Los Angeles writes um, that my topic would be inclusive of men being disposable. 
Um, that topic is, uh, th- that comment is very uh, apt today. I think um, with this new wave of, of women's lib and women have decided that, you know, it's just not a good time to be a guy, that you are just cavemen and, um, you know, kind of like eggheads and just like not worth their time. So you are disposable. Um not a good time to be a guy right now. So I, I, I do agree with that comment. Another thing that he said was um, some very selfish women feel that men have zero business in the raising of families, um, that men are just good enough to donate sperm, and that's about it. Uh, hmm. You know, as I say in my book, Mastering Women, um, for a woman, her biological drive is to produce a child. Your biological drive is to have sex. And the reason why um, there's so much testosterone in your system and for you to be thinking about it usually, um, you know, mostly during the day is because, uh, you know, there is a biological drive and that drive is to procreate. In other words, for the continuance of the species, men have 10 times the amount of testosterone as women do, and that is for that reason. The flip side of that is women aren't thinking about sex as much as you are, but they on what's on their brain is to produce a child. So more and more you see uh, young women who are uh, producing children uh, without the benefit of marriage. They simply don't care about the guy or if there's a guy in their lives, um, even though that is what is very narcissistic and very self-centered, but even though it is in the best interest of the child to have a two-parent household, they seemingly don't care about that. So there's a lot of in vitro going on. There's a lot of same sex going on. There's, you know, all number of different permutations any way they can to produce a child. And oftentimes that does not include you. Sometimes they produce children, um, you know, in in a backhanded way. Uh, They will tell you, oh, I'm on the pill or, oh, I'm on so-and-so birth control when uh, actually, you know, that hasn't been true, that they're not taking the pill correctly, they're not taking it daily, or perhaps their other form of birth control has expired or it's not effective on and on. So there's a lot of shenanigans going on with women, and uh, I do agree on that point as well. Um, Thirdly, John says, he writes in that it could be that these men are sick and tired of women in this generation and a little before because women play too many head games. That is true. I think women are more game players now than ever before, and I think men are feeling the brunt of this, so I do agree with that comment as well. Anyway, um, if you would like to chime in on this topic, I would love to hear your questions or comments. You can call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. You can also write me on my Facebook fan page. You can leave a wall post, or if you're too shy, hit, uh, hit me a private message, and I'll be happy to take a look and welcome you on. All right, so we'll catch you right back after the break. We'll, I'll read a little bit more of what some of my uh, listeners are, are saying to me on the fan page, and we'll see if you agree.
on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Hey guys, want to go from cocky and confused to confident in four sessions or less? Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Tackle relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's www.themensadvocate.com slash coaching. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women 2. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I'm so excited to have you here today. Today's topic is we're talking about no sex, no women, no more, part two. If you happen to have missed part one, it aired on June 22nd, and you can listen to that on my SoundCloud, the Men's Advocate uh, page on SoundCloud. All right, let's see what some of my other um, listeners have to say. Uh, uh, Avery from Portland says that the reason why he's staying away is because there's too many head games and too much female entitlement. Yes and yes. Uh, you know, it's it just seems to be getting more and more out of control, the head games. I think they learn a lot from all these reality shows that are on. And, you know, the reality shows are there to uh, evoke a response from the female viewer. And they have to make it as outrageous as possible. So you will keep tuning in every single week. So um, I think uh, what uh, Avery is saying is that uh, there's just too many head games. I think they learn all those tricks from the reality shows. And reality shows are not even reality. Um, to be honest with you, from what I've heard is they're filming a particular scene. And if the quote unquote actresses, um, you know, they didn't get the proper effect or the director or producer wanted a different effect. They will retake that 
scene or they will uh, cut and paste and take that scene out of order. So let's say everybody's eating dinner or whatever and then there's a reaction to what somebody said. Well, her outrage and reaction might have been um, in relationship to a completely different scene that has nothing to do with this one. So yes, I do believe that, that this is true, Avery. Thank you for your comment. Um, Avery also writes that uh, he thinks that one reason men avoid relationships is because they don't want to deal with entitlement and drama and that a lot of that a lot of women bring to the relationship. Um, yeah, it's really hard to get a woman who is level-headed these days. I would uh, basically say find a woman that has a goal in life, that her enti- the sun doesn't rise and set on you. You are not her home improvement project, that she's got other avenues going on in her life. Uh, she wants to fulfill a goal or a passion or a dream, and maybe that dream is going to take, you know, one year, two years, five years, whatever, to fulfill that dream, those are the kind of women that usually have a good head on their shoulders and they're not playing as many games as uh, some of these uh, young women are. All right, so call in on this topic. I'm waiting to hear from you, 951-922-3532. 951-922-3532. In fact, you should have that phone number at the ready. Program it into your contacts, um, Linda Gross or the Men's Advocate Show, and just have it so you can just uh, f- you know, flip on your um, on your phone and just punch that button and bam, you'll you'll have us. All right, let's go on to hear what uh, Francis has to say. Um, he's call he is uh, listening in from Pennsylvania. He said most young men today are not taught what is needed to participate in an actual relationship with another person face to face. Boy, oh boy, isn't that isn't that a true statement? That's what I was saying at the top of the hour is I think we are so engaged with our cell phones and our smart apps and our social media that really it's, you know, um, having one-on-one interpersonal interaction, whether it be a romantic situation or not, I think the younger generation today really just doesn't know how to get this done. So, yes, I agree with him. Um, he says, Francis says that it all goes back to men who don't know how to talk or treat a woman. Actually, it's even worse than that. It's because they don't know how to have any relationship. Yes, that is true. Whether the relationship is at work or the relationship as, is uh, with the waitress at the local coffee shop, it's. I think uh, the younger generation has a really hard time connecting with people. And, um, you know, they, they have this false sense of reality that social media is actually putting them in contact with people and connecting, but it has an eerie way of really having the opposite effect. So, yes, Francis. Okay. And he also goes on to write that in most families, the fathers are no longer raising kids, even if they are still married to the mother of those kids. I do see this trend that um, fathers have been made 
to be practically worthless, whether they're in the home or out of the home. You know, I, I know one of the, one of the passions that I have is to uh, help support men who have who are no longer in the home and they are aggrieved parents. They are have been alienated from their kids because of. Um, the system, the family court system that is just not giving the dads a fair break. They might be paying month after month child support, but it's some, some of my dads are taking three years, five years, eight years to get their kids back in their lives. So for some self-centered reason, the, these women have decided that, you know, the dads are immaterial, that the kids don't need the dads, and that is so far from the truth. So, yep. I feel you on that one. Francis goes on to say that the parents don't openly and calmly talk through problems, that it might be a situation where either the parents are yelling at each other or there's constant anger um, and or they don't resolve anything. I mean, an issue comes up, you know, of course, a lot of it has to do with a lot of compromise and a lot of negotiation, but healthy parents don't let the same problem occur again and again and again. They, healthy parents, um, they might uh, agree to disagree or whatever that difference is, they try their hardest. It might take one, two or three tries for the same problem to come up. They try their hardest to bring a resolution. And I think parents today, I don't know if they just don't have the par- the patience for it or they don't have the skill set to communicate properly. But um, yes, I agree with that. They're not walking through their problems and getting through them. Francis goes on to say that they don't express any emotion towards each other except for strife. So there's nothing to emulate or model. Um, That's a good one, too, meaning that in psychology we have... 30 different types of emotions that we can uh, feel. And it seems like the only ones that get aired out um, are the ones that are the negative ones. Uh, you know, there are things like, you know, anger and fear and hostility and resentment and guilt. They're, they're, it seems like they're always the, the, uh, the negative type of emotions. And since no one is displaying neutral emotions or positive emotions, what is that child going to learn? Nothing. They're not seeing that in the home. So it's very hard to emulate something that you don't see your parents uh, being the role model on. And Francis goes on to say that the whole family is fragmented. And as a result of this, the, uh, whole, the society suffers, of course. Yes, I I do indeed agree with that. Okay, uh, my next uh, listener, Dorian, says, oh, there's many reasons why men are not having sex. And he says that it's because, mainly because the Gen X, Gen Y men have subliminally, subliminally been fed the my heterosexuality is equal to rape culture and or is demeaning to women. Wow, I hear this one a lot with millennials, that millennial women seem to think that having sex is either demeaning or you're raping her. And even if you're not raping her at a later date, she can call rape anyway. So um, 
boy, that's a scary thought. Like, what what uh, guy wants to get involved with uh, with something like that? All right. Well, I'm going to take a quick break. Um, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Uh, call us at 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. When we come back from the break, we have uh, Mikey on the line, and he's here to join us. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world. And you know just the point. Round up your mates and head on over to Henson Brewing Company. Burbank's first craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. Follow our progress and support us on Facebook and Kickstarter. Coming winter 2016. Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. Where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I guess our caller dropped off. I hope you will. I invite you to call back again. But meanwhile, we have a new caller on the line. His name is Drexel. Welcome, Drexel. Hey, Linda. How's it going? I'm doing fine. Thank you. We're currently talking about our topic today, which is, uh, you know, no sex, no women, no more. So what's your thoughts on this? 
Can you explain a little more about exactly what you mean? You mean guys just getting up on women altogether, or, or what? What are we talking about here? Yeah, they're just stopping with women altogether, um, especially the millennial uh, men. They would rather watch porn. They would rather play their video games. You know, women are too hard or not interested or... Women are too busy, you know, doing their social media and selfies and Snapchats, and they don't have time for you, and you don't have time for them either. So why do you think that that men are disengaging uh, from sex and disengaging from women? How does this uh, trend apply to you? Well, I can certainly uh, understand why so many guys feel that way. I'll get into that in a second. But um, in Japan, it's also an even bigger problem than it is here. I read somewhere that up to 40% of men out there have completely disavowed women. Uh, now they're building sex robots and, and things like that. It's been going on there for a long time, actually. Um, but regarding the West and why guys in this country are, uh, are giving up, I think it's what you said. It's that uh, they're not seeing a good return on their investment of time. Now, I am a dating coach. I teach guys how to meet women, how to get laid, do all that stuff. Uh, but for a lot of guys, it's not worth it to put in the effort to them. And I think the reason is, frankly, women in the West, most of them, do not have that same kind of feminine charm and nurturing, supportive side that women have had forever, uh, usually taught to them by their mothers or other female relatives, um, that was like their half of the dynamic between a man and a woman. And a lot of them, and I'm not, I'm not saying men are blameless, but a lot of women are very masculine. And for a man who's masculine, uh, being around a masculine woman is like two positive magnets. There's no attraction. In fact, there's repulsion. Right. And I think it's partially, I mean, the fact that men are less masculine than, than before is also a factor in that, because um, then women have to become masculine in that vacuum left by men. But um, there's a lot more going on culturally as well. I mean, there's so many false rape accusations going on. Uh, at least twice last year, I've seen a, an instance where a woman very clearly invites a man to have sex with her, changes his mind afterwards, and then gets rich and famous by accusing the man of rape and ruining his life. I actually have friends who have been expelled from college because they were falsely, expelled of, uh, falsely accused of rape. So I think a lot of guys are afraid, uh, and they don't they don't want something bad to happen to them when they didn't do anything bad. Yeah, and it seems like there's no time limit on the woman either, that she might have been down for it at the time. But you know what? She could change her mind a week later, a month later, heck, a year later, and say, oh, well, you know, John over here, he raped me, you know, and then... Yeah. Then you spend your time trying to prove to the court that you have not raped her. So, you know, that's a very difficult thing to prove unless you've got cameras going on or something. It's very difficult to prove something like that. It is. And almost every time, the one exception is that Brock Turner thing, that uh, swimmer at Stanford or whatever. But the vast majority of the time, the judges and the courts and the police will automatically side with the woman. And even worse than that, the, the word rape, the definition of the word rape, has been so distorted and expanded that it can basically mean anything at this point. You know, two people getting drunk and having sex used to be called a good time. But now, if the woman regrets it afterwards, 
or if she's telling the story to her friends and they convince her that she was raped, when nothing bad happened to her, when she enjoyed herself, but then her friends convinced her that she was actually traumatized, then she could just decide that it was rape. And then, then the guy would get in trouble for something that was actually completely consensual. Um, it's, it's completely insane to suggest that if two people each have a glass of wine or a couple beers, that the woman completely loses all agency and regresses to some kind of psychological infant who has no idea what's going on, can't possibly make any decisions, but the guy is still in full control of his agency and his... It's completely crazy and out of control. And unfortunately, I think this mentality starts in grade school where teachers um, of second and third graders, they say some, some BS like, you know, if you go home and mommy or daddy is laying a hand on you, then here's the phone number called Child Protective Services. So they're already teaching these young children a sense of entitlement that that the opposite person has no rights whatsoever, even if it's your parents. Um, and so I think when they grow up and they get into puberty and what have you, they remember all that brainwashing from second grade, and they do the same thing. In fact, you're not even a family member. You're maybe somebody that they just met at the bar. So they completely have no allegiance to you, and that's why they can cry rape later. Never used to yeah. be like this, but I think it really does have to do with that, that business about, oh, you know, call Child Protective Services. They're going to help you. As if, as if they're going to help you. That, that's not the case either. I mean, a lot of those people, you know, that, that, uh, that step in and take your kids away and what have you, the foster parents, they're really not, you know, it's not for the best interest of the child most of the time. Uh, they're just there to collect a paycheck from the state, um, sure. and that's why they're foster parents. Now, yes, there are, an, there are an awful lot of good foster parents that do have good hearts, but I think, again, once again, this is another area of our system that has got, gotten completely abused. Right. It's completely out of control today. So what would you advise that we tell our young men today on how to protect themselves? I would, you know, the old saying, liquor is quicker. Yes, you know, having a, a drink or two, it does lubricate the woman a little bit to be more open to having yeah. sex. It is a little quicker than doing it without. But I would say if it's gone in the other extreme, that if she has had more than two drinks, and, and for usually for most women, for their build and size, two drinks is just shy of being drunk. It's probably under that .08 limit. Um, you know, uh, if she's had like f four, five, six drinks and she's clearly drunk, I would say don't have sex with her because you're just looking for trouble. You better thaw her out. Or if you came separately, leave separately, it really isn't worth it at that point because that's when anything can happen. Her memory is already foggy. Her judgment is already impaired past the point of no return. And I think you might be stepping into a landmine. So, so I think if she's had too many drinks, I'd stay away if I were a guy. What do you think? I, I I agree. It's too risky. Um, I don't have sex with drunk women partially because of that, partially just because I don't drink and so it feels gross to me to be, like, hooking up with someone who's intoxicated. But um, I had a good point, and I, I, I lost it. Oh, I remember. So something I learned in college that really horrified me 
but it's very relevant to this conversation, is that a lot of women will get, like, very drunk, specifically so that they can have sex without feeling guilty about it, so they don't feel like a slut. Ah. So you have these women making, getting themselves wasted with the deliberate intention of having sex, while at the same time retaining the ability to cry rape at any time they feel like it or they feel bad in the morning anyway. Because a lot of women will say, uh, it doesn't count, right? Or they're recounting their partners later in life, they'll say, oh, I was, I was drunk, so that one didn't count, so I'm not a slut. So you have, you have women getting drunk and being sexually aggressive because that's why they got drunk in the first place. And so the guy is like, okay, there's a girl trying to have sex with me, and she's ready to go right now. So for a guy in that moment, it's very hard to remember the risk that you're taking, but you have to do it because the environment, cultural environment we live in, it's just not worth it. And it's, and it's, it's, it's women's fault for doing this, and it's feminists' fault for doing this. They, I mean, I try to talk about this all the time. Feminists have made things at least as bad for women as they have for men. At least bad. So even if a woman is drunk and clawing at your junk, you have to stay professional, which of course is part of you been drinking. But you've got to say no. And of course women hate being told no, and it just makes them more aggressive. But you've got to keep the bigger picture in mind of the legal risk that you're taking. Wow. Pretty, pretty incredible stuff. Um, outside of that, what else can we tell our young men? I mean, it's almost like I would, if I were a guy, I'd take out a piece of paper and make them sign a, you know, a, a yeah. disclosure agreement or something. Like, you know what you're, you know, getting into, you're of sound mind, you agree to it, you're not coerced in any way. I mean, I don't yeah. know what to do. I mean, you can't really have cameras and, vi- and uh, audio oh, tape sure without their permission. I guess sure you, you could go that you're way wrong. and get their permission, no, but that wrong. really isn't a feasible avenue time. as well. I don't know. What do you think? You think they should sign a disclosure? In your own home, you can have cameras rolling the entire time, and you don't need permission to record people in your house. Um, Tara Palmatier, who is a brilliant woman, she writes the website shrinkformen.com. Um, I actually, she helped me out a lot um, directly through her articles many years ago when I was struggling with certain things. Um, her motto, guys, is ABR, always be recording. I think that's her. It might be Janet Bloomfield, but I think it's Sarah Palmatier. So if it is in your home with the intention of having sex, it's a pain in the ass. I actually don't do this. I probably should. Uh, you can have a camera recording, and you don't have to tell her about it. And if that seems weird, it might be the only thing that saves you. Um, there was at least one instance of a taxi driver falsely accused of rape because the woman didn't feel like paying her cab fare, and his security camera saved him from prison. Um, Dave Chappelle made jokes about making girls sign documents beforehand. Again, comedy tends to predict what happens later, but except it's not fun when it happens in real life. It's a risky, it's a risky thing. I would say guys have to learn game. You have to learn how to interact with women and with them and make them feel good. Because the better the woman is feeling, if, I mean, if she's not uncomfortable, then she's probably not going to decide to turn around and accuse you of something you didn't do. Um, when you have a good game, you don't need to get women alcohol, you don't need to get women drunk. You know, you just learn how to do it, uh, how to turn women on, how to move the ball forward, etc., etc. 
So if you want to enjoy women in your life while also staying safe, I mean, you've got to learn game and take precautions. And yes, it's a pain in the butt. It's a lot of work. Um, but I don't see any other choice. Absolutely. All right, Drexel, we have to take a quick break. You're welcome to stay with me uh, over the break. Uh, Otherwise, uh, we'll have to bid you adieu, and we'll see you next time. Can you stay on, or would you? No, I actually have to get back to work. But thank you for having me, and um, I'm sure I'll call again in uh, some of the weeks. Thank you for your comments. I really appreciate it. Okay. Call us at 951-922-3532. 951-922-3532. We're taking your calls and questions with regard to no sex, no women, no more. Hey guys, want to go from cocky and confused to confident in four sessions or less? Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Tackle relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's www.themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn, maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. The premium tune-in also allows you to record and listen at a later date. Just Google tune-in Linda Gross. That's Google tune-in Linda Gross. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMAT 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Do call us. Today we're talking about no sex, no women, no more, part two. If you missed part one, it was on June 22nd. So call us at 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. I have a call out to our attorney, Michael Brown, to see if he can answer the question about recording 
living in your personal home, uh, I wouldn't uh, advise doing that unless we get clearance uh, from from uh, our our sponsor Michael Brown, or or you ask the question, you ask that question of your attorney to see if that's legal. I'm not sure that it is, so um, I wouldn't try that unless you know for sure, because that might get you in other kinds of trouble. All right, coming up on week's show, we are going to be talking about sex toys and other ways to turn your woman on, uh, along with my guest, Emmy Sims, and she's the author of A Little Bit of Pleasure. So that's coming up next week. That's on August 10, uh, Wednesday, August 10, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, Sex Toys and Other Ways to Turn on Your Woman. All righty. Great. So you won't want to miss that show. So um, we were talking about uh, some of the comments from my user, uh, Dorian. Um, We were talking about uh, Gen Y uh, men have been subjected to uh, women calling rape or thinking that sex is demeaning to women or somehow putting a negative spin on you know, on sex, and that's why um, young men today are very afraid of this rape culture uh, and to be uh, demeaned and, and demonized. Um, why would they go there? He, he also writes that seven-year-old boys hear stories of uh, schoolboys uh, their age are getting expelled for sexual harassment for just writing a girl a love letter. So um, I know that in... in uh, at the workplace, uh, there are usually a lot of big corporations now have a meeting at least once a year with regard to sexual harassment. So things like you can't even say, oh, that's a nice dress or you smell good today or did you change your hairstyle? Because goodness knows you might be accused of sexual harassment. So I agree with this. I think it's just gone way too far. Um, and then converse to that, Dorian says that men feel the pressure today to become, to be a gigolo in bed. Like it's all about her pleasure, not the guy's pleasure. And Gen Y women have forgotten the art of seduction seduction. It's not that they've forgotten. I think that they never learned it in the first place. Um, You know, kind of like what Drexel was saying a moment ago, it's a lot of women today, they don't know how to be feminine. They've never learned how to be feminine. Their moms didn't teach them. Maybe possibly they learned it from grandma, but they certainly didn't get that memo. And in fact, what what they did get from their moms was, um, we don't know how to get the better of men, so we're just going to act just like men. We're going to have sex just like men. We're going to be in the workplace just like men because they don't know of a feminine way to get their point across and to be effective. So, um, yeah, I see a lot of this going on, and I do agree with Dorian's position on this. And, uh, you know, the same, uh, you know, the same side of the magnet, you know, it's it's repelling to have a girl be as if you're a guy, a girl be as aggressive and uh, as manly as you, because it's almost like having sex with another guy. So that's not a turn on. So I realize, you know, how that that ends up. He also says that Gen Y boys subliminally feel like uh, feel like rapists if they practice the art of seduction. So, um, 
you know, I guess men are expected to just have sex. So the few men who are out there that are actually seducing the women, um, this is such an odd practice to the receiver, to the woman, that, you know, she's going to just call rape on you because she doesn't understand what it is you're doing. Crazy. Everything is crazy. Everything is so upside down right now. Um, the This affirmative consent rape culture paranoia is also creating a gender cold war of mutual distrust. Androphobia breeds gynophobia, after all. Misandry breeds misogyny. Oh, don't you know it. That is so true as well. Thank you, Dorian, for your comments. I really appreciate them. All right, moving on to Tony from Los Angeles. Um, he says, sometimes sex is just not worth it. If you don't have what she wants, she will just use you. So um, she will tease you and use you and make it seem like she's interested. Um, you're jumping through all these hoops because you want to have sex and she's just using you. She needs to have her new air conditioner installed or she needs to have her tires rotated or whatever it is that she's up to. Um, probably the last thing on her mind is to have sex with you. And why is she using you and abusing you? Because she can. So a lot of guys have to look out for that as well. Um, Tony goes on to write that some of us guys go out of our way to avoid women because we are tired of the games and the BS that women play on us. Agreed. Uh, then they try to make us jump through hoops like dogs in exchange for the idea of sex. Um, and Tony writes, by the way, it's 95% of the younger women who do this. When another woman comes our way, we think uh, she's another one who is just here to hurt me. Tony goes on to say that uh, I bet she wants my money or my time to do something for her only to get nothing in return. So, again, there's no balance here. There's no equality here. So why would a guy want to engage when it seems like, you know, the deck is stacked against him? Uh, John from Alabama says... Um, my wife pulled off the, the highway to cruise an antique store. Um, all of a sudden, I hear some older guy one aisle over putting the make on her. I went back to find her and egged her on to move faster, and the other guy was still at it. Um, he said, it seems like she's a keeper, and went on to ask, you know why they call them housekeepers? Because you marry them, divorce them, they keep the house. And the two guys uh, laughed their heads off um, for that joke. Anyway, I wanted to uh, thank you today for being on my show. Um, join us next week and each and every Wednesday. It's 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We will see you next week on the Men's Advocate Show. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in. 